Welcome to At The Root with Greg Kuiper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach. His practice is Kuiper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection to ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because, after all, emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. If you have a question or comment, always feel free to call in. The number is 425 373-5527, or, of course, go to KuiperCounseling.com. Hello, Greg. Hello, Stacy. How are you? I'm good today. Excellent. Doing well. We have been focusing a lot on this awareness piece. We have. Yeah, it's really, really an important part of making change, right? Is being aware that, number one, there needs to be a change, and number two... Being aware of what we're changing and, and, and being in the moment so that we can make those changes rather than continually functioning on that autopilot we've talked so much about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, over the last few weeks, we've been, uh, our focus, you know, has been on fostering this awareness, right. bringing it up. And, 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 and our intention in doing this, right, for all of us is, is, having it be a regular, automatic part of our daily existence. Moving from the autopilot of our unconscious personality, where we live most often, and its illusions to an autopilot of awareness and personal growth. And, uh, you know, this is something that takes practice, right? I mean, we've been on this other autopilot for who knows, years and years and years, most of us. Mm-hmm. And you don't just go, okay, I'm changing now. <laughs> it's fascinating to me. Um, my husband and I were having this conversation, and he made the comment, why doesn't it take as long to create a bad habit as it does to create, or why does it, a bad habit happen so quickly, and a good habit, it seems to take forever? Right? Well, I think that's your perception, right? Well, I mean, that's our perception. Right? I mean, it just <laughs> seems like it's so easy to fall into a bad habit of like eating Cheetos before bed. I'm just saying like somebody might do that versus a good habit of, you know, going to bed at a decent time. Well, going to bed at a decent time requires some awareness, right? I mean, we've got to go, okay, it's time for bed or, you know, I'm not going to finish this show or, you know, I'm going to put the video game down. It's time for bed. Eating Cheetos while watching television is pretty much automatic from old I mean, you, once you get started, the bag is just going to go, right? I mean, I mean maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so a couple of weeks ago, we introduced this awareness exercise, and I call it finding awareness. And we talked about it, and, and last week we um, worked on three reasons, or the reasons why it's important for us. We came up with three of them. But, you know, this, this exercise is a brief introspective exercise to use during our busy days Mm -hmm. to check in with what's going on in our minds and bodies. When we are aware of what is going on, we are in control. When we are not aware, our feelings and the autopilot and the reactions are in control and we we get in trouble sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. So those three reasons we looked at why in the world, why, why do we need to do this? Why do we why do we need to find awareness on a regular basis? 
Why is it so important? I remember these. Yeah. Lifting us out of the immediacy of an experience so that we can respond to it effectively. Basically, just not reacting emotionally from the illusions of our autopilot. Number two is healing physically and maintaining that physical health, reducing, eliminating elevated levels of stress hormones when they are not needed. And this leads to preventing and or maintaining autoimmune disorders and other physical ailments. Very important to have that awareness for that. And three, finding our spiritual connection with ourselves and all that is. Allowing ourselves compassion and kindness and love. These are emotions with high level energy for connection to our true selves. So I started this YouTube channel recently, and I'm calling it Connection Through Awareness with Greg Kuyper. It's new and very much still under construction, but I do have posted a video of myself guiding you through this uh, finding awareness exercise. It's good so, stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it helps you follow along and lock it in, if you will. It, it's titled Finding Awareness, and you'll find it on uh, YouTube on that channel. Um, I also have an email address now uh, that is connection through awareness, one word, no dashes, connection through awareness at gmail.com. So you are welcome to uh, email me with questions about the show or questions about this exercise or, or uh, uh, if you would like a link to that YouTube channel, I can email you that link too, but you can find it on YouTube. I found it on YouTube. Okay, good. I'm glad it was there. <laughs> it was, and it's so helpful. And what is so awesome about it is your voice, you know, for if you're a beginner and you're not used to doing this mm-hmm. without that guide, your mm-hmm. voice is so like you may be coming to bed it with me sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure Pete won't mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, as you mentioned, this exercise is, is really geared towards beginners in finding awareness and using kind of these meditative practices. So if you are more experienced in these practices... You can certainly use this exercise, but just tailor each step to fit where you are in your learnings. And, and you'll see what I mean when you go through the exercise. But um, I hope you'll find it uh, helpful as you look to add more awareness, right? I encourage you to use this exercise in the morning first thing. Before you start your daily activities and your mind gets all activated with to-do lists and worry and pressures and forgetting things. So use it then. With practice and regularity, you'll find taking a few minutes to do this first thing will set a more centered tone for your entire day. really will. I also encourage you to add the exercise once again after your day of work, whenever that is. It will clear your mind of all the low-level energy you may have experienced during that day. 
anxiety, fear, stress, anger, resentment, jealousy, whatever. It will set the tone for a more peaceful evening with your partner or family and yourself. And if practicing this after work doesn't work sometimes, be sure to do it right before you retire. It will very much help sleep. I just happened to see an article today. I didn't get through all of it, but it was exactly that, using the 478 exercise, Mm -hmm. breathing exercise, to help get to sleep. I recently watched a YouTube video about a mom who talked about how being in the car is like self-care for her because nobody Mm -hmm. bothers you. Like, weirdly, people will bother parents if they're in the restroom, right? But if you're in the car, like, for some reason, it's like there's a shield. So it's like, even if you work from home, go sit in your car and kind of, like, hit reset. Or before, if you work outside of the home, before you go in, take this few minutes because, weirdly, people don't bother you. It's interesting. You just brought up a thought for me. I have done so many over the last couple of years with pandemic going on. I have done so many telehealth sessions from people sitting in the front seat with their phone on the dashboard. Right. Because that's the only place they can find that is quiet enough for 50 minutes to to focus on their session. Right. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) But the end goal with all this, right, is to practice several times during the day. As we do this, it will become more smooth, automatic, really effortless. It will. And, and you'll find yourself remaining more in a state of awareness all the time. So this will become like an autopilot program running in the background with the immediate access of just a thought. You can bring it right in. For now, as you get started, place your efforts on morning and night. And as soon as you're able, add a midday one, too. Be very helpful for you. You'll forget to do this, right? Because it's not an automatic part of your daily routine. You forget to do it, right? Uh, Yes. (laughs) But this is why I say associate it with something that you do every day. Right. So, you know, you're going to forget it. We all forget those kind of things. But you won't if you have a reminder. So associate it with something like Stacy just mentioned, or please set up a notification or a reminder or alarm, whatever works for you, so that you'll be prompted. And then when the prompt happens, do the exercise. Don't put it off or tell yourself, oh, maybe tomorrow. Remember, we need to make this a part of our autopilot function, and we can only do that with repetition and practice. Like if you have a daily cup of coffee or a Diet right. Coke or whatever it is, like before you go do that. Right. Yeah. Right. At first, you're going to notice that this takes about four to five minutes to do. At least that's kind of what I timed it out at. Within a short amount of time, this is going to become more efficient, more smooth, more automatic. And it won't take long for you to realize these benefits. And you will actually desire to go to this place in your mind and that's when um, you will help to remind yourself right when Mm -hmm. it starts to be more of a very positive part of your day and it will pretty much guarantee it i do it at night right with regularity Uh and it's a great way for me to clear my head because i tend to have voices in my head in a 
non. No. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> uh, the morning, um, I tend to get bombarded and have a nasty habit of seeing what all the pinging is about. Right. Right. Um, so I'm not as consistent. But at night, it absolutely sets my mind. So, yeah. And after a while of doing this, you'll, you'll want to modify the process, right? Mm-hmm. Some to, to fit you more personally. But I encourage you not to change it at the beginning until you have it down and you feel comfortable with the process. Then add your own modifications. Maybe you need another four, seven, eight breath or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'd like to break the steps down just a bit here so you understand what each one is there to accomplish. Why is this step important in the process? And we start with that four, seven, eight breath, four counts inhale, seven counts hold, and eight counts exhale. Now, these counts can be tailored to you and your breathing ability, right? That exact number is not critical. It's just the, on the inhale, the idea is to breathe in through your nose deeply and fairly quickly, expanding your diaphragm and chest to the max. And, and not some sudden suck in. <gasps> But just steady to a count of four or so. And it seems to be just about right, the count of four. Eventually, you won't have to count. You'll just do it, right? I mean, I don't count anymore. We want to hold the breath for a time at the end. Count of seven or so, right? We don't want to hyperventilate by holding too long. So everybody's, you know, everybody's lungs are different. So the idea is to just hold it for a little bit. And then exhale and it's important to breathe out through pursed lips, you know, like a whistle almost. And once again, not a sudden expulsion, but a, a steady push with the emphasis on emptying your lungs entirely, all the way. Then a brief pause, and then repeat the process. So the breath, just like this, activates the passive sympathetic part of our autonomic nervous system. Activating this part of the system is calming and brings heightened emotional and thought processes back into balance. So that's why this works so well for bringing down anxiety and fear, and it's particularly helpful with panic attacks. Those heightened emotional uh, states of anxiety and fear, the survival mode that, that we can automatically get into. So what we're doing is we're, this breath is bringing our nervous system into a state of emotional regulation, right? Bringing it back down, balancing it so we can do the inner focus work without lower energy, emotional contact, you know, uh, or content, uh, anger, anxiety, fear. We, how, how can we focus calmly if that is in our realm at the moment? So that's the purpose of the breathing, right? That goes to that first thing that you talked about that we're supposed to do, which is the um, lifting us out of the immediacy of responding to something, right? right? The reactions, so, right? Yep. So, you know, on a day when life is going along okay, two of these breaths will do the trick, right? Now, on days when you're particularly stressed or anxious or angry and you're going into this exercise elevated, it may take more than two. You will know. So just continue the four, seven, eight breath until you can actually feel those emotions easing in your body. And they will. You will feel more a sense of calm. So it may take three or four. But you will know when. 
The next step is putting our attention to our body, right? And this, we call this a body scan. And this is not an exercise in discovering, you know, aches and pains and cuts or whatever and analyzing them. That's not the purpose of this. The only purpose of this is clearing our mind of chatter and of thoughts for just a few minutes. And so if we turn our focus to something else, it's easier to let the chatter go away. There's no right or wrong way to do this, so doing it without judgment is important, right? Thoughts are going to come back in when you, after, you, after you focus, say, on, on your legs as you're coming up. Thoughts are going to come back in. They, they always do. But the idea is to notice those thoughts because that's what we're doing here is noticing what's in our mind, right? And at that moment, the thought is what's in our mind. What we don't want to do is go with the thought, right? Because that's what we have a tendency to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, i got to change my tires or rotate my tires you know, right. or whatever. It's yeah, kind just of like a, uh, okay. a, a note to self. Right. Those things will come in. They come in for everybody. Okay. There is no... Um, there, there is no way to prevent that. They just come in. The idea is to acknowledge them when they do, and go back to the focus that you've been fo- the the thing that you've been focusing on. So, when they come in, yep, there they are. Not now, and go back to the the place that you were focusing on. Um. Yeah, and and you know you don't want to beat yourselves up. When they come in, they're going to come in, everybody. It's what we do with them when they do. So acknowledge them, return your focus to where you were. The body scan is one way to help clear the mind, right? But by focusing on each individual part, you are not allowing the thoughts to enter until they do. And then we turn our focus back to the body after acknowledging those thoughts. The body scan is a great way to learn this process, it can be done in other ways, too. If you're, you know, for instance, if you are outdoors, you can sit quietly and focus on the sounds of the birds, right? Or the waves lapping, or, or focus on the leaves moving in the breeze. Whatever we turn our attention to that doesn't require thinking or judgment or analyzation, you know, the idea is to clear the mind of the chatter for just a few minutes, that's all. So at first when we are learning this, using the body scan with our eyes closed in a quiet place provides the best learning experience, I believe. Right? Learning this focusing technique. After a while of doing this, you will find it much easier to do and, and, and quicker. You know, on a good day, I can find this place of calm in mind with no thoughts in just a few seconds I can be there. But I've been practicing this for a while. Other days, it takes me longer, right? When I'm stressed or something's going on. I mean, it all depends on what's happening around you. But whatever it takes, it takes. Getting to a place of balanced emotions and a mind clear of chatter. That's the goal. However we do it. For just a few minutes, we want to stay there. Any, any ideas, comments? Well, oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is um, this is interesting because it's something that uh, years ago it was brought to my attention that this is something that I do, and 
that when I would feel really stressed and overwhelmed and have, you know, I felt like I was like pig pen from, you know, the the (laughs) peanuts, um, you know, and Snoopy. And there was all this stuff, except that it was a cloud of just noise and chaos around my head. Mm. So I would lie down on my hardwood floor and I would essentially do what you're talking about, where I would, in an effort to get rid of all the chatter, I would focus on my body because the entire time it was like, let me just focus on this. And I would sort of isolate in my head every part of my body and Mm -hmm. get it as comfortable as it could be so that it felt like I wasn't on a hardwood floor. I'm lying on like, you know, Mm -hmm. a soft, grassy place or whatever. And I now have learned to translate that to sitting, you know, if I'm somewhere or wherever I am. Right. And it's so interesting how doing the body scan is so important because it gives you something to focus on right that is still allowing uh presence to happen presence that's the key right these thoughts are going to come in they always do but right. the idea is not to beat them up and not to get angry with them or 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 say things in your head like oh I'll never get this i mean that's not the idea at all what we're, what we're just trying to get is okay there's the thought Send it away. I'm back to my knees or wherever I was in my focus, right? I play this game with myself. I'm a very odd person. This totally makes sense that I help you with this show. Um, (laughs) I play this game where I, like, have a mental trash can and I throw whatever it is I'm thinking about in and I just save it for later. There you go. That's a good one. Yep. I like that. Thank you. I'm going to use that probably. Oh, (laughs) look at that. That'll be one million dollars. Okay, keep going. So you know, no. After we find this balanced place that's free of chatter, then the exercise asks that we turn our focus inward to notice emotions and feelings. So we don't want to think here. We just want to find the feeling and then put a name to it without analyzing or judging. Just tell yourself, "I feel sad, happy, angry, peaceful, anxious, scared, joyful, content, whatever it is." I feel that. This will more than likely be the feeling or emotion you brought to the exercise from whatever you were doing before, right? It's important to name it as that allows some executive function to happen. So I, I feel frustration. Here is frustration. What am I going to do with this? It wants to be in control. And I can certainly allow that to happen. That is my choice. Or I can tell frustration that I notice it and I acknowledge it, but I choose to be in control myself. This takes its power away and you don't become overwhelmed by the emotion and go with it down that rabbit hole. So once again, we're just acknowledging what's in our experience, just like we did with the thoughts that come in, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the feeling. This is frustration. What am I going to do with this? I don't like this. It wants to be in control, but I am in control. So that's the way it's going to be, right? So and it's not the time to start coming up with ideas and thoughts about how to deal with this. We just want to acknowledge it and that we are in control. We don't have a whole lot of time, but there's a couple other points here. The exercise then asks us to breathe in something we are grateful for and sit with it for a few breaths. You will find that in doing this, 
you will feel the positive energy of gratitude. It will come in as you say, I am so thankful for whatever, my wife, my job, my family. It, it will just be there. Let it be and sit with it for a couple seconds. And then the exercise asks you to put your right hand on your heart and tell yourself that you love you. You will definitely feel the positive energy of compassion and love. So let it be and sit with it. Wow. Now, first, this will probably be awkward. We talked about this last week, right? I mean, how many times in your life have you told yourself that you love you? Uh, maybe never. Right. Right? I think the awkwardness comes from this unfamiliarity with it, as well as confusion or uncertainty in yourself, right? Is, is this okay? Really? To do this? Right. I mean, this feels weird. Where? Yeah. And it is okay. It would be great if we did it a lot more. So, and then we end the exercise with another four, seven, eight breath. So, what we're doing, we are moving back into our daily life at that moment with a more balanced state of awareness. And just a couple more things. What is happening in our mind and body? We end the exercise with feeling, experiencing, and acknowledging high-energy positive emotions. Gratitude, right? Kindness, compassion, and love. And there's a good chance we entered the exercise feeling and experiencing and acknowledging low-energy negative emotions. Anxiety, fear, frustration. Since that is what we were experiencing in our minds, that was prompting neurons in our brains to fire and wire together and basically strengthen those experiences. Remember, the brain doesn't judge or know what the experiences are. It simply takes what's there in your mind and builds on it. So, in leaving the exercise with high-energy positive experiences in our mind, we have provided better material to build on and for us to take into the rest of that day. I went down to the wire, didn't I? You did, but man, it was good. Okay, so with that, obviously, what's, what's the word? Everyone in your daily life, just stay aware out there. See Thanks. you next week. Thanks, Greg.